Welcome back, everyone, to the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm your sick co-host before vacation, Jared. <laughs> Down in the corner, we have the birthday boy, the infamous South Jersey Jason. And happy Halloween, fuckers. It's tomorrow. Yes, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, man. I, I kind of want to play the uh, Halloween 3 commercial. It's time. It's time. Dinkle, 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 dinkle. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it is Halloween Eve, because this this, we're recording early, but this will come out the night before Halloween. Mischief so, night, baby. Yeah. Were you, uh, did you partake in mischief night? I did. Yeah, you were that little cretin that I would wake up to, uh, eggs on my house. Yes. Or yeah, we went through. In my tree. We went through many eggs, many bars of soap. I was nice. an asshole. Now, what if what if you caught your kids doing it? Would you scold them, or would you be like, "I'm um, proud of you"? When Cole and Gavin were young, I had them egg their mom's car. <laughs> so, nice. uh, yeah, that was a long time ago, though. Okay, but uh, no, I wouldn't get mad. It's part of the tradition. the The issue is they live in an area. Well, they live here too, but mainly in an area not the best. So. Gotcha. They're not going to be able to do what we, I mean, I didn't do it in area in the best. I mean, I'm sitting there egging houses in Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what's new? Have you watched anything? I have. So do you want to start off with the documentary we both yeah, watched and enjoyed? Yeah, let's dive into that. Yeah. So we watched, what the hell was the name of it? Uh, the Devil on Trial. The Devil on Trial. The Devil Made Me Do It. The Arnie Johnson Story. This was really well done, mm-hmm. and they they held some they held some stuff close to the chest for a long time because I yeah. researched the fuck out of this and couldn't find that last piece. Yep, I found it nowhere, nowhere. Yeah. So um, it was a surprise. It made a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and it further proves our point on the Warrens. Yeah, not only that, but like with the book deal. The Warrens got like eighty some thousand dollars, and they got like four. Yeah, and it's and their fucking story. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, but yeah, the mom was giving them like a like a powder substance in the meals that would uh, make them sleepy, but also give them hallucinations and whatnot. So that very much well explains. Um, I forget the little boy's name, David or David Latzel. Yeah, David. Um, why he could have been seeing things and that not only him, I mean, his older brother from the start was not a fan of the Warrens. He made it very clear. Yeah. Neither was and, the dad. The dad didn't want any yeah, part of this shit. Yeah. And then David at the end said the same thing. So it's nice that uh, we're not, you know, I would like to meet others who share our opinions and whatnot on the Warrens. Yeah, because there's a lot of dick sucking for the Warrens in the paranormal community. Yeah, I understand they created a lot of ways to hunt, but you you can't. This is like nine eleven and the Kennedy. There's more evidence for a conspiracy than what really happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's plenty of evidence that these guys were frauds. Yeah. And it was nice meeting the grandson because I never knew they. they no, had that was the first time we even saw because that so, would be Tony Spears' kid, right? Yeah, but is it? I mean, is it with Judy or do you think it would have was, to be? That's their only kid. Yeah, yeah, yep. 
unless they, I don't know the whole Tony Spears story, but I'm pretty sure they've been together forever and Judy wants no part of it. Right. So I don't know. I, I didn't, the grandson looked old as hell though. Yeah. He looked like he was in his fifties. Right. Which like late. doesn't add up, but okay. Well, it kind of does. If Judy was born in the forties or fifties, we'll say fifties. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Our so, old asses still live like it's 2000. So <laughs> we forget to add that whole 20 years after. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that I mean, as soon as I saw that, it, I think it dropped like Tuesday and I watched it Tuesday and it was very good. And I'm glad it wasn't like one of those episodic yeah. series. It was short, sweet and to the point, And it told you enough. I liked how I broke it down into two elements. Um, David's possession and then, you know, Arnie's. um uh, murder and trial and you know it's a shame that judy's was it was it judy the the girlfriend that was not around to really talk because she passed away i think she had cancer so yeah 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 she died of cancer in uh 07 yeah. i think yeah 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 but uh arnie looks good looks arnie does and yeah. you know they're gonna say they didn't let that testimony in the church in the church in the court but it kind of got off easy he did, yes, he did. So I think it kind of helped, yeah. as much as they want to say they didn't admit anything. But. Well, it's weird. Over in England, there was two cases, and they got acquitted. <laughs> England's a whole different ballpark. When yeah. we, I want to do an episode on the Salem witch trials, mm -hmm. but I want to continue that because, like, we killed fourteen girls. Mm -hmm. um, they killed twenty thousand. Yeah, that's almost like their own version of the Holocaust. Per yeah, se. yeah, all over. There's evil afoot. Kill him. Yeah. My my crops didn't grow. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so other than that, did you watch anything else this week? Uh, I watched our movie, so I was ready for the review. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. And then I watched Little Shop of Horrors. The original or the musical? No, uh, the musical. Okay. I, I haven't seen fucking, that in years. I hate musicals, but I fucking love Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. It, the music's so good. Rick Moranis is hilarious in it. We got Bill Murray, Steve Martin. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I haven't caught that. Gosh, I haven't seen that probably in 30-some years. I've watched I it like, three times since I signed up for HBO Max. I would, I would like to have a little Audrey plant, like, you know, for my desk or something. I've seen people who make them, and they're pretty cool. So, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah I did is. read about an alternate ending they had planned. Um, I did too. Um, wasn't like a like a a whole bunch of Audrey's coming down or something. No, Audrey scaled the Statue of Liberty and then started like giving birth up there, and all the plants oh, took over. Oh, jeez, that would have been hard to pull off of that budget. In the credits, they talk about like mankind's worst enemy, so it would make sense to have multiple. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, you can't forget Little Richard playing. Uh, Audrey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Mushnick, I think it was his name, right? Mushnick, Mushnick. Yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And man. Um, the uh, the girl from Martin was one of the singers, two girls girl. from Martin. Oh, really? Two, yeah, oh, okay. Gina, uh, her friend Gina, oh, Not, no, okay. Gina's friend, the one that Martin couldn't stand. Oh, yeah, 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 she's yeah, in yeah, it yeah. too, right next to okay. her. Oh, nice, okay, they nice. were 17 when they filmed that. Holy mackerel, gosh. That had to be like I think mid to late eighties. It was eighty four. 
84 really yeah wow i didn't know it was that old i thought it was like 87 wow so that's like right around the time he did ghostbusters yep nice did you watch anything else um just more of the league when i was away but uh horror now just been making haunt videos brother okay i am still watching chucky i'm up to I'm up to, uh, I caught up with that. So it's uh, three episodes out. And next week, there's a, there's a horror crossover with Chucky. I don't want to give it away. You're going to have to so, tell me after we hang up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's still good. I mean, it's the over-the-top kills. Like, he took a, a letter opener and sliced a girl's neck, and it just went <laughs> backwards. Um I like the way they're going with this and it involves him being exercised in the second season. Okay. So, yeah. So that's the plot for him. He's got a new little apprentice in this season. It's the daughter. It's the sister that was kidnapped. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and it's a fast, it's fast paced. It's not slow pace. So like 45 minute episode feels like a half an hour. It's how fast paced it is um last night i watched uh oh actually this week i watched the the blob remake as i got it on 4k and it's still it's such a great remake you know i never watched the original uh but this i would say this remake is on par with how good the invasion of body snatchers remake is not as good but it, it holds up even to this day with the practical effects and everything um, I watched uh, Pumpkinhead. I got that in 4K, and it looks great in 4K. And it's been such a long time since I watched it. I was like watching it for the first time, and I'm like, man, one of those teenagers looks familiar. It was young Clark Kent from Superman the movie. Oh, because, yeah, because in Superman the movie, for some reason, they dubbed his voice out and put Christopher Reeves in there. Yeah, and I'm like, man, this guy looks familiar. He almost looks like because I always thought it was Lance Guest. The guy who played Laurie's love interest in Halloween 2. Yep. Um, because that's who he reminded me of in, in Superman the movie. And I'm like, is that Lance Guess? And I'm like, no. And then whatever, he's a Canadian actor and he hasn't really done much. Uh, so I watched that and then I started watching um Rosemary's Baby. Because okay. I've never I've never seen it before. Um so Man, three- I was little when I saw that, so I definitely have to revisit it. Mia Farrow was hot in her day. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm at the point where uh, she gets raped by the devil. So hate when that a, happens. Yeah, you know it's a little slow pace, but uh, it's 1968. So you know everything back then was slow paced. Yeah, and then today I'm gonna finish that. Uh, I'm, I got the mist on 4K. I'm gonna watch, and then uh, I got the the prey, the latest predator oh, yeah. movie on 4K. So I'm gonna watch that, and I'll round up my day. And I think tomorrow or monday i'm going to start my halloween marathon and watch all of them even resurrection and the rob zombie ones now what so, order do you do that do you go original? i do it in, i do straight order so yeah, like how, theatrical order correct yeah okay. yeah that's a long order now what are there 12 yeah but if i can do like one a day if i start like tomorrow at least watch two or yeah you know i'll be good so, um, yeah, that's all I have. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, so I told you off the air, but 
James Ingram and myself were working on a new prototype costume, which he's already started last night. Um, excuse me. He uh, he he started making um, appendages and um, out of all the material he made, used, he used cardboard and they look really good. So, um, and he's already practiced with the LEDs for the, um, the body pieces. And I got two other guys on board. One's the Hawk and one's the Hood. So I've got three people working on this bad boy. So, awesome. um, yeah. All right. Uh, so do you have any grinds your gears? This oh week? man. I know I did, but I forgot to write it down like an asshole. Um, oh, so when we have to pay to drive on these roads, like the Turnpike Parkway, yeah. I think we should get a refund if there's a problem. Absolutely. You know like, what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. paying to go faster here. It's not my and fault. you're paying even more now. So-and-so fucked up, and now I, now I got to do 10 miles an hour. Jersey's got the weirdest toll rates now. Yeah. Like a dollar... 77 or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't even pay it, but it's just still the principle. Like, what do you mean you don't pay it? It's all expense. I don't pay that shit. Oh, true. Yeah. But, you know, what? Yeah. Like, what is the toll money going through? What is the gas tax in Jersey for? Because that's supposed to be for the roads or something. Like, what are you guys paying for? Uh, who the fuck knows? To not have plastic bags. That's what we're not paying. That's what we're paying for. <laughs> I know. Every time I go to Jersey, I got to remember to bring a bag, as I always forget. Um, so the only thing in, like, this, it's still social media related, but where is it? I'm like, idiot. Uh, uh, all of Hollywood's on strike. The writers just... Um, you know, finish theirs, but the actors are still going on it. So it's gonna be patience. a dry well for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah all of social media just drives me crazy, I and know. um, you know, the haunt groups. I, there's no like single real haunter Facebook page. You'll okay. have like people discussing real haunt issues, and then someone bitching about the yard display. Get the fuck out of the group. Like, right, right. You're not. This isn't for that. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it just. It's always been a part of the other side of this. Is Halloween haunts three sixty five is me bitching about shit. Right. Speaking of haunts, you're going on a jet plane. What? Oh my god! Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, tomorrow. Sunday, Great. Sunday the twenty second. We are heading to New Orleans. New Orleans. We have uh, three lined up there. One is one I've been wanting to get to for. 20 years now. Nice. Yep. Okay. Already got all those tickets. They're already <laughs> on. Dude, I bought them in like June. Oh, geez. Geez. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. It's your anniversary. Like you're going for your anniversary. No, right? our anniversary. Huh? This is our vacation. Oh, your vacation. Yeah. Were you not... married in your November, right? November, November? 13th. Oh, right okay. in the 13th, 2020. All right. Well, tell Terry next September you want to get your uh, wedding vows renewed. <laughs> yeah we can do that fuck it speaking of which i also i forgot the news of the week did you hear uh jorn vander Schlute finally admitted to killing natalie holloway who's that like remember natalie holloway 2000 it was right around hurricane katrina so i think like 2005 she was on spring break at school in, in aruba yes yes well he got extradited to the united states uh for um, extortion because he was trying to get money from her mom in exchange for 
telling her where her body is. Unbelievable. So um, I guess to get a lesser sentence on extortion, he finally admitted to what had happened. Um, you can f- you can listen to the audio recordings like on TikTok. That's how I found out about it. Um, and then they played it on the news. But um, so he took her he took her to a beach. They're on the beach. He's trying to sexually assault her and she needs him in a crotch. So he kicked her in the face, pretty much like almost knocked her out. There was a center block next next to her, picked it up and caved her face in and then dumped her body in the ocean. So. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. But at least her mom can finally get closure. I mean, she's never going to find the body, you know. Yeah. So um, but at least her mom has closure now. Yeah, man. Yeah, all right. So, all right, but let's get into a fun movie. Yeah, let's lighten it up. We're gonna play the trailer. Let's do it. Talk about caving people's face. Uh, that kind of happens here. Let's do it. So overall, what did you think of Trick or Treat? I love Trick or Treat. I don't know yeah. why it took me so long to watch this fucking movie. It's a fun movie from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And it I'm not gonna say it's scary, but it's it's got really cool stories. Yeah, um, I guess at the end we can talk about like what our favorite 
story yeah. is out of the you know series. All right, so Trick or Treat is a 2007 American anthology horror comedy film written and directed by Michael Dougherty and produced by Brian Singer. The film stars Dylan Baker, Rochelle Aitz, Anna Paquin, and Brian Cox. It relates four Halloween horror series are stories with a common element in them. Sam, a trick-or-treating demon wearing orange footy pajamas with a burlap sack over his head. The character makes an appearance in each of the stories whenever one of the other characters breaks a Halloween tradition. Despite being delayed for two years and having only a limited number of screenings at film festivals, the film received much critical claim and has since garnered a strong cult following. Excuse me, so we'll go over to some of the more noticeable actors we have quinn lord as sam he was only like eight and he also played the peeping tom in the beginning of the 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 girls oh, okay yeah yeah costumes. yep uh dylan baker as principal stephen wilkins he was so good in this role i loved him uh of course anna paquin is laurie this is right around when she's more famous for x-men going and then soon after this she went into the True Blood series. And then we got Brian Cox as Mr. Krieg, who was he was really good. I don't know how they got him, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's pretty much the uh the the more noticeable actors. Um my favorite my favorite actor, well, just because she looked pretty good, was um the one of the werewolves. Uh darn, what was her name? Um she was like the tan one. Yeah. I think she was, yeah, she looked really good. Yeah. Um, and we got Leslie Bibb as Emma. She was the uh the wife in the beginning story. Um, and then let's see, anyone else? That was pretty much it. Her husband looked familiar, but I just couldn't place him. All right, so uh, the plot. Uh, the film takes place on Halloween night in the fictional town of Warren Valley, Ohio. The plot follows a non-linear narrative with characters crossing paths throughout the film. At the center of the story is Sam, a peculiar trick-or-treater in a burlap pajama costume who appears to enforce the rules of Halloween. So in the opening, we have Emma and her Halloween-loving husband, Henry, return home after a celebratory night. Emma, who hates Halloween, blows out their jack-o'-lantern before midnight against Henry's superstitious advice. Now, I never heard this tale before yeah you're supposed to let the wind blow it out or you're supposed yeah. to just let him go yeah as henry relaxes and falls asleep in the house because you know he put the tape in i guess they were going to get all they were, gonna, up. they were gonna go <laughs> they were gonna go get an edge yeah. emma begins tearing down the decorations but is then ambushed and murdered by an unseen assailant hours later henry discovers her mutilated corpse on display with the decorations was it that hours was a- later because he kind of just got out of the bed and went down there well he was asleep oh that's right he he passed out because he was lit as they said they were lit (sighs) yeah all right so then we got the principal this was uh this was a good story now this opens up with a douchebag knocking over um jack jack of jack-o'-lanterns and it's uh thurman merman from bad santa (laughs) your name is fucking thurman merman Charlie, an overweight child who vandalizes jack-o'-lanterns, is caught stealing candy from an unintended bowl left by his school principal, Stephen Wilkins. Seemingly taking the offense in stride, Wilkins offers Charlie a candy bar while lecturing Charlie on the importance of respecting Halloween rules and traditions. Charlie gradually feels more unwell until he begins to vomit chocolate and blood. And that was a lot of vomit. (laughs) I would have wanted it more red, though. Like, yeah, turn it, it been... towards red at the yeah, end. That's what yeah, I would have done. Yeah. 
As Charlie dies, Wilkins reveals that he laced the candy with cyanide, remarking, you should always check your candy. Oh, that goes into our Candyman story, yes, we told. <laughs> While clumsily attempting to hide the murder, he hands out candied trick-or-treaters, including Sam. Wilkins attempts to bury Charlie in his backyard along with the body of another victim, but is continually interrupted by his young son, Billy. Dad, are you going to help me with the lot, guys? <laughs> and you think he hates his son, too, right. during this whole thing. His cantankerous elderly neighbor, Mr. Krieg, and Krieg's dog, Spite. The other victim turns out to still be alive and struggles in his sack, forcing Wilkins to violently beat him to death with a shovel before anyone can discern the noise. When Wilkins returns indoors, he briefly notices Krieg screaming for help at the window. Wilkins brushes him off before seemingly seems to attack before something seems something seems to attack him. Wilkins guides Billy downstairs to carve a jack-o'-lantern, hiding a knife behind his back. After some hesitation, Wilkins appears to stab Billy. However, Billy is unharmed and is revealed that the knife was plunged into Charlie's severed head, the jack-o'-lantern they are about to carve. Dan, you gonna have me come jack-o'-lantern, Dan, Dan. <laughs> All right, Halloween school bus massacre. This is a my favorite up story, story, but really good. But it finishes with the next story. But yes, a fucked up story. And those Halloween costumes are creepy as fuck too that the kids were wearing. Wrong way, wrong way. A group of teenage trick or treaters, Macy, Chip, Schrader, House, and she's like a, a a cat. Oh yeah, like a sexy cat with all their <laughs> shit hanging out. <laughs> and then, then, then the other guy was like a hot dog butt fucking a pig. <laughs> um, so they're collecting jack-o'-lanterns when they meet devout Halloween traditionalist Rhonda, who Macy calls an idiot savant. The group, led by Macy, visits a flooded quarry where she recounts the urban legend of the Halloween school bus massacre. In the legend, the weary and resentful parents of eight disabled children bribe their bus driver to dispose of them. Before the driver could complete his plan, one child escaped his shackles and took control of the bus, accidentally driving it off a cliff into the quarry. The children drowned, though the driver survived. Macy leaves eight jack-o'-lanterns by the lake as a tribute to the deceased. The group splits up, leaving Rhonda and Chip behind. Rhonda is pursued by horrifying figures, but once she is hurt while being chased and reduced to tears, the other teens reveal that it was them, disguised as the dead children, in an attempt to prank her, all planned by Macy. Schrader realizes that the trick has gone too far and tries to confront the terrified Rhonda while a bitter Macy kicks a jack-o'-lantern into the water. The actual undead children emerge from the lake and attack the teens. Rhonda coldly abandons them to their deaths as revenge for their prank. As she leaves, Rhonda encounters Sam and exchanges a nod of respect towards him. Surprise party. This was like the, for eye-worthy story yes, yes. <laughs> lori a self-conscious 22 year old joins her sister danielle and friends maria and janet for halloween winding up with a little red riding hood costume so fitting for the story while the other girls pick up dates lori declines in favor of staying to enjoy the town festival instead later on the way to meet up with her friends she's attacked by a hooded man dressed as a vampire now this is what i don't get so you know she Laura, we don't see it on screen, but off screen, she fucks him up and he goes flying, flying through the trees and a bundle of red cloths fall out of a tree, revealing the bloodied and frightened vampire. 
After Lori remarks that he bit her, Lori's friend unmasked a man revealed to be Principal Stephen Wilkins, who had been seeking out victims at the festival. So the friend takes his teeth out. How did he kill that woman earlier in the movie? It, there was a time jump. It, it said um, later. Right, right, no, no. But if, if his teeth were fake, is what I'm saying. How did he kill that woman in the beginning of the in the middle of the movie? Remember during yeah, the parade? But did he stab her too? Because she was like down here like this. Oh, maybe he did it and we didn't see it. Yeah, I thought I it think, was because oh, I think okay. he bit her with those, made her bleed a little. But I think she was holding right here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that because he has sense. that knife. So I think he stabbed her. Okay, so and this is when the the best part of the scene takes place because they start playing Marilyn Manson Sweet Dreams and then uh, Principal Wilkins is looking all over and everyone's being you know dead um, you actually see the hot dog costume so the guy butt fucking the pig uh, I guess got invited out um, you know you think it's like she's gonna she's a virgin she's having sex well she's a virgin because she's transforming into the werewolf and those practical effects were great I would say they're right up there Second or third place to the howling. Wow. Effects. Yeah. They were really good. I'm very critiqueful of werewolf movies, you know, and there just hasn't been, a, in my opinion, there's only two werewolf, two werewolf movies that I really enjoy the howling and bad moon, which isn't the best movie, but the opening sequence when a girl gets ripped apart is great. So Lori's friends shed their clothing and skin and transform into werewolves. And I like how she takes her nail down as if she's unzippering. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with it being her first time consuming someone, Lori transforms and devours Wilkins. Sam, sitting on a nearby log, watches as the werewolves feast on their deceased states. All right. So we get into the story of Sam. This just had some great action in it. I loved it. So Krieg, a Cremonginally Halloween hater, dresses up his dog to scare trick-or-treaters off his doorstep. I want that headpiece for Maggie <laughs> with the glowing eyes. <laughs> As the night proceeds, Krieg encounters escalating phenomena. The house is egged, the lawn is filled with ornate jack-o'-lanterns, and the hallways and ceiling are scrawled with Halloween and Sam Hain greetings. Krieg is ambushed by Sam, a la pet cemetery stab you know in the in the achilles heel um in their struggle krieg eventually manages to unmask his assailant whose head resembles a grotesque hybrid of a skull and a jack-o'-lantern i love when he pulls out the shotgun and shoots him and you just see him flying across the room uh and then when he shoots him again it's like his blood is like the innards of a pumpkin that was a cool effect i really like that um, so he shoots him several times with a shotgun, apparently killing him. However, Sam begins to reanimate and incapacitates and corners Krieg. Instead of killing him, Sam impales a candy bar in Krieg's lap, completing the tradition of handing out candy on Halloween. Because they did mention that in the story of how the trick-or-treating, giving out the candy, back in the day, you left something for... Sam Hain or whoever to yeah. give you good crops or something. Um, satisfied, Sam spares a confused Krieg and ominously departs. Meanwhile, photographs burning in the fireplace reveal that Krieg was the driver from the school bus massacre. And then to conclude the story, I like how then they just intertwined everything. Yes. It was really great. 
A heavily bandaged Cree gives candy to trick-or-treaters on his front porch. He witnesses other characters in the film mill about observing Halloween tradition. Billy sits on his father's porch, handing out candy and enjoying himself. Rhonda crosses the street, casually pulling her wagon filled with jack-o'-lanterns. Lori and her friends drive by laughing to each other, and Emma and Henry arrive home. Sam witnesses Emma prematurely extinguishing a jack-o'-lantern and moves in to kill her. Krieg answers another knock at this, his door, only to be greeted by the undead children from the bus who brutally tear him apart as revenge for their murder. So, in a way, the Krieg story was kind of like um, A Christmas Carol. Yep. Yeah. So we'll go into the production. All right. So Seasons Greetings is an animated short created by Trick or Treat writer and director Michael Dougherty in 1996 and was the precursor of the film. The film featured Sam as a little boy dressed in an orange footy pajamas with his burlap sack head covering as he is being stalked by a stranger on Halloween night. Uh, the short was released as and I cut this off, but it was it's on the um, it's on the deleted for the Blu-ray release. They put it on there. Trick or Treat was filmed in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, originally stated for an October 5th, 2007 theatrical release. It was announced in September 2007 that the film had been pushed back after many festival screenings. It was released on home media in 2009. So the first public screening took place at Henry's Henry Harry Knowles Buttonumathon Film Festival in Austin, Texas on December 9th, 2007. Subsequent screenings included the six. The Sick G's Films Festival on October 7, 2008, 2008 Screen Fest Horror Film Festival, uh, October 10th of that year, a free screen in New York sponsored by Fangoria, and it and another free screen in Los Angeles co-sponsored by Any Cool News and Legendary Pictures on October 23rd, 2008. The film was also screened at the 2009 San Diego Comic-Con International, the Fantasia Festival, uh, Terra in the Isles in Chicago and the After Dark Film Festival in Toronto and then at the Bloor. The film had a theatrical release for the first time on October 6, 2022. Home Media. So it was first released um, in uh, October 26, 2009 and then um, Shop Factory released a collector's edition Blu-ray October 9, 2018. So merchandise. Now I own both of these. Sideshow Collectibles created a 15-inch vinyl figure based on the film Scarecrow-like character Sam. I haven't taken it out of the box yet, but it's a pretty decent size, and it comes with, like, the lamppost. Uh, NECA created a five-and-a-half-inch scale figure of Sam that has been released as part of NECA's cult classics line of movie figures. The figure includes a stand, pumpkins, candy bar, lollipops, sack, and interchangeable uncovered head. Uh, Palace Press and Insight Editions published a 108-page coffee table book entitled Trick or Treat Tales of Mayhem, Mystery, and Mischief. It documents the making of the film and includes storyboards, concept art, cast and crew, biographies, and behind-the-scenes uh, photographs. And then there is a uh, deluxe pop figure by Funko uh, that was exclusive through Spirit Halloween. Um, you go to Spirit Halloween. There's a plethora of Sam merchandise. Oh, yeah. He's right. He's right up there with Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, it Halloween. I actually bought a pretty cool um, like a desktop. It's pretty nice size, and it's Sam sitting by the lamppost, and it has the lamppost has an LED light in it that flickers. Uh, I got that for twenty percent off. Um. In 2017, Halloween Horror Nights brought the film to life with a scare zone. I saw that. Did, that was the year I went. Yeah. Nice. 
Comic books, DC and Wildstorm Comics had planned to release a four-issue adaptation of Trick or Treat written by Mark and Draco and illustrated by Fiona Staples with covers by Michael Dowdery, Brianna Burns, and Ragnar. The series was originally going to be released weekly in October 2007, ending on Halloween, but the series was pushed back due to the film's backlisting. The four comics instead released as a graphic novel adaptation in 2009. Legendary Comics set the second Trick or Treat comic book, titled Trick or Treat Days of the Dead for an October 2015 release date and features art arts of artist Fiona Staples and Stephen Byrne. The comic was released alongside the graphic novel tie-in of Dowdery's Krampus. There's also a new um, omnibus coming out uh, that was a Kickstarter by Legendary, and I backed that. So I do have the digital. I'm just waiting for the actual physical copy. Uh, so Critical Reaction... The film holds an approval rating of 81% on 32 reviews with an average rating of 7.4 out of 10, which is not bad for a film that didn't get a theatrical release, you know? Um, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. We'll get into possible sequel. This was just announced recently. Michael Dowdery announced in October 2009 that he was planning a sequel, but later stated there was no active development nor an attempt at a pitch. A sequel was announced in October 2013, but there was a change in Legendary's management. Dowdery has continued to express interest in a sequel, but said the film stands on its own. In October of 2022, Dowdery revealed that he was in active development of his sequel with Legendary Pictures, although the film had not been officially greenlit yet. There were 18 drafts of the script, and one theme that crept in along the way is the idea that each of the stories represents a different stage of a person's experience with Halloween. The first story with Dylan Baker and his son about how you're introduced to the holiday. The second one with the kids is is you and your friends roaming around without parents for the first time. The one with Anna Paquin and her friends is Halloween in your 20s when it's about sex. The final story with Brian Cox is Halloween in your twilight years. It's a Scrooge of Halloween. Uh, the performers under the mask playing the kids on the school bus all have real disabilities or injuries, and they apparently had a blast during the shoot. Their costumes were inspired by a mix of photos from Ralph Meatyard and Diane Arbus capturing real mentally disabled children on Halloween in their own homemade costume. Michael Dowdery still figuring out Sam's origin and says that if they get around to a sequel, he'd love to show him being born in a pumpkin patch. There's a great Charles Adams painting of a pumpkin patch and you see hundreds of pumpkins and you see one and it's carving itself. There you go. That'd be a cool idea. I think yeah. he needs to hurry up and get on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a favorite of mine that I have to watch every Halloween. It's like it's like watching a Christmas story during Christmas, you know? Yep. So, um and I'm glad. I mean, and I'm I'm glad that Sam gets the love he does for being like a smaller picture. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a good movie. Everyone should yeah. check it out. It's fun to watch. It's on HBO Max right now. Mm-hmm. That's where I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. HBO Max is pretty good with the horror. I was flicking through. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's got scary moments, so it's got funny moments, so it's got adult moments. It's, a, it's an all around good movie. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I love, like, the uh, opening title, you know, like, um, just like the comic sequence of it. Yeah. It ends in a comic sequence. So, yeah. It's really well done. Yep. Well, that was Trick or Treat. I liked it. It's a fun movie. All right. So now. 
what are we moving on to halloween's over yeah we're gonna get into um we're gonna get into uh more true crime yes conspiracies yep i know you're working on um jfk i'm gonna do might be a two-parter okay i'm gonna do like the curse of the pharaohs yeah man that that's some creepy shit especially the king tut curse like how many people died from it it's crazy it's too much to be coincidence yeah yeah i think i'll do a movie review of the new eli roth movie coming out thanksgiving i'm gonna go see that it looks okay yeah it does i mean it I don't know if I would have put it in Plymouth, Massachusetts, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping up with the Pilgrim theme. Yeah, yeah. I make. Well, yeah. What else? Are you, yeah, true. What else the hell are you gonna do for Thanksgiving? Yeah, Pilgrim killer on the loose. It looked like it would be fun. I mean, there's not a lot of great Thanksgiving killer movies. I mean, there's a movie called The Mutilator, which takes place on Thanksgiving. It's an early '80s film. Yeah. Um, but we're only left with Thanksgiving, the killer yeah. turkey. <laughs> Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy shit. Yeah. But, guys, this has been the Horror Chef Podcast. We're out every Monday. Make sure you like, subscribe down by uh, South Jersey Jason's head there. It'll be down the corner by his uh, left shoulder. Yep, right there. Over to your corner. There you go. But uh, we got stuff coming up. We got more filming locations we're scheduling. We got some editing to do. We got a lot in the hopper. So make sure you check us out next Monday. Not sure what the next episode is going to be, but it don't matter. We'll be here. Hmm. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Take care. Halloween Hunt 365 Productions.